At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. And Wes, right now, we've got a lot of drama going on here in some of these late games. Let's get right to Chris Sheehan with the latest in New England where the Bills had a big fourth down. Third down, they tried that sneak, Chris. It didn't work. So on fourth down, they got a little bit more innovative. Yep, running the play action as Josh Allen rolls to the left and proving that he is the best running back on this team as he makes a nice inside cut, able to evade a couple of Patriots and run for the first down as Buffalo trying to eat away clock. They are inside four minutes. uh, Bill's leading 26 to 21 here. Uh, Damian Harris for New England's has three touchdowns, but player of the game might be Isaiah McKenzie. 11 catches, 125 yards here. There was a time him and Steph Diggs both had 60 yards receiving, but he has basically taken over in this passing game. Now, New England had a golden opportunity. J.C. Jackson should have had an interception on Josh Allen when Buffalo had the ball in their own territory, but dropped it, and Buffalo able to advance it here. So we've got right now 319 to play it looks like i'm seeing steph Diggs on my screen just mm-hmm. might have made a play to make it first and goal fellas mm-hmm. so yeah buffalo might be putting this one away here a yeah, huge third down play there chris and uh again a little shovel pass from josh allen to steph Diggs to get that first down so they've got a second and goal now as new england's got to use their timeouts and this would if buffalo hangs on here it ties them on the overall record but buffalo would go to four and one in the division 
New England would fall to three and two, so Buffalo would be your division leader heading into Week 17. By the way, the Vikings did kick a field goal, so it's thirty to twenty-three. The game's already gone over, but again, three pre-flop is three and a half that the Rams are favored. So by that decision, it takes away that potential backdoor cover unless the Vikings can get this onside kick there out of timeouts in a thirty to twenty-three game. There, let's go back out to Arthur Arkish watching the Jags and Jets. Very entertaining. The Jags held, and Arthur, decision time for the Jets. What'd they opt to do? Yeah, this time they settled for the chip shot field goal, but that, of course, means uh, just one for four in the red zone today, the Jets are. So they lead 26-21, minute and 40 seconds left. Jaguars have one timeout. Uh, of course, Jaguars backers can take no solace in the fact, obviously, a field goal does Jacksonville no good here. So... Trevor Lawrence has been pretty solid. He's got a couple completions out of the gate there near midfield with 90 seconds left. Again, though, they need a touchdown in this one. All right, Arthur, don't go anywhere. Uh, we will have to get back to you to see how that one plays out. The Rams are going to win this football game in Minnesota. It's 30-23. to 23. They get the – they recover uh, the attempt by the Vikings for the onside kick. So a couple kneel downs there is going to put that one away. The Rams recover – those numbers and that this total did go over. Yeah, teaser backers get there if you teased up Minnesota, but nevertheless, Rams do get the cover. And uh, all of a sudden, Arizona losing last night, the Los Angeles Rams get the dub. So uh, now the Rams, who looked all but out of it in, mm. the, in the West uh, a couple weeks ago, 11 and four. Yeah, and again, uh, we also want to mention there in Buffalo, uh, another touchdown for the Bills. Looks like they're going to put that one away there. 33-21, another, like, underhand backflip. Yeah, to Dawson Allen. Knox, the only uh, active tight end for Buffalo today. This is a big win for the Buffalo Bills. I think their toughness and kind of the manhood got questioned yep. a little bit. That's a great answer. Yeah, so uh, now the Rams are officially in the playoffs and the Cardinals are in the playoffs. Uh, meanwhile, Cincinnati finally taking knees here. 41-21 looks like dogs. that is going to be your final score. They were letting Burrow throw it, though. They were trying Second to get him under. the record. Second half under does get there. By the way, Joe Burrow, they were letting him throw to get that franchise record all-time in Cincinnati. 525 yards, 37 of wow. 46, four touchdown passes. So, big win. Cincinnati now goes to 9-6. and six. Baltimore falling to 8-7. and seven. All right, so 41-21, that one is in the books. Again, the Rams have won their football game 30-23. to th uh, 30 to 23. Evan Ingram just scored a touchdown. Evan Ingram, people, remember him? He just scored a touchdown for the Jets. So, 30-49. Still four minutes to go there as that game some, might somehow actually go over preflop. Mm -hmm. Think of that. And that, that game, it was, it was a dead under all the way. Second half over easily hits. And now 34-9, let's see if the Giants try to go for two. It's all cosmetics. The Jets, by the way, holding on to that 26-21 lead. Still a minute 13 to go here as Jacksonville is out of timeouts, but they are in Jets territory. Yeah, so uh, obviously still the line on the line here. The total has gone over. Jacksonville teaser should be good. Remember, this did close to two and a half. So Jacksonville down five, obviously going to need a touchdown. And we're officially final in Cincinnati, 41-21. Bengals over the Ravens. Matt Rule's taking timeouts in, inside of a minute. Yeah, by the way, uh, we hadn't checked on that game in a while because that's been pretty much a wrap from the get-go. 32-6. to six. And Matt Rule's taking timeouts. Yeah, Carolina at the Tampa Bay 28 right now. But 32-6, Tampa Bay going to go to 11-4. and four. Carolina going to fall to 5-10. and 10. For the first time today, let's go out to David J. Gascon. That's how you follow him on Twitter. Check him out at Fox Sports Radio, Bally Sports West. David, always great to have you on. You've got the one that's close to us here in Sin City with the Broncos and the Raiders this afternoon, my friend. What do you expect to see? 
Well, gentlemen, first off and foremost, uh, a Merry Christmas to each of you and all the fellas back there in Sin City. Uh, but good to be with you guys today. Yeah, it's a game that means so much to both of these teams. Raiders got a big W last week, despite only scoring 16 points against the Browns. Denver only scored or only surrendered 15 points against the Bengals, and they still found a way to lose. Uh, I expect this to be a classic game where the Raiders actually win it. Uh, they've covered the last five times that these two teams have played each other in the Raiders' home yard. Uh, the one thing that I'm looking for in this game is is for Derek Carr to go off. I mean, he's had success against the Denver Broncos. Not like he's necessarily airing it out, but he's been effective against Denver throughout his career. Uh, I've been all over some player props in this one. Drew Locke starting at quarterback. I expect him to throw at least one INT. Uh, despite the fact that Denver's second in the league in points against, I do expect this game to have a good deal of points. And I like the over in this one at 41 as well. But uh, it's a game that both teams need to have. I like the Raiders in this one to win it anyway, though. All right, David. Let's see where that is right now. Again, uh, pre-flop here, Raiders now up to a point-and-a-half favorite over the Broncos. We have drama in the Meadowlands all of a we sudden. We do. Well, Trevor Lawrence, you, you forget the kid can run. And he just turned on the Jets. They've got a first and goal at about the five-yard line. Mm -hmm. And they still have 32 seconds, so they yeah, can get no, off. No timeouts, but still plenty of time. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, boy, the uh, the Red Sea parted for him. That was a 26-yard scramble by Trevor Lawrence. So 26 to 21, 41 seconds ago. We'll keep you updated. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Eric Edholm gets the great assignment today, it looks like, of Bears and Seahawks. We have snow in Seattle, oh. and you know what snow means, Dave. That means that's over. A, that's a snover. That's a snover, Eric. We're expecting points. Is that what you're expecting to see? Well, the number's at 40.5, or at least it was as of kickoff. Seahawks taking the ball first. Uh, Russell Wilson was just sacked, so we got a little work to do here, but uh, yet to complete a pass in the first minute of the game. But, yeah, how, how do you not love a, a snow game a day after Christmas? A lot riding, obviously, for the futures of this team. Might be Matt Nagy's final game in Chicago. Maybe he just empties the playbook. Used to be known for his trick plays. So, you know, it's possible we see some uh, chicanery with Nick Foles at quarterback. Obviously, a little replacement uh, and a switch up there in a season full of them. Uh, and, of course, Russell Wilson, too, right? One of the, uh, you know, Seahawks aren't out of the playoffs yet. But, uh, you know, obviously his future is in doubt, too. So, this feels like an oddly interesting game uh, without the snow. And certainly the weather has uh, cranked it up a few notches here. Absolutely, Eric. So, again, it's fun to watch there. Robert Quinn, by the way, having a great year for the Bears as he just gets another sack. Very quickly, back to this Jets game. So, they get a completion at the goal line. Yeah, it was almost was picked off, but, but they caught. they spiked the football yeah. on third and goal from the one. Why do you Why do you clock the football there? You I have mean, it third. That's on Trevor Lawrence. I'm oh sorry. Like, you, you've got to have awareness. It's going to come down to you one play. You had a play. chance for two plays yes. there. And now you've got one play here. 12 seconds left I mean, to go. It is fourth and goal on the one. This is the ball game. That That's just, you know, that's, that's just experience. a rookie. That's an experience. Not knowing. What would and, Dan Marino have done? Yeah, clock, that, clock, yeah. clock, and then throw a touchdown And pass. now they're down dead against it with the play clock here, and they're all kind of disorganized. So Jacksonville dead to one play. And we do have laundry on the field. Maybe not quite dead to one play. This might be against the Jets here. So we'll wow. wait and see on the laundry here wow. of what is going to happen. But they may have gotten bailed out. Let's see. And Arthur Arkish is standing by. No, it's going to go gonna be an illegal Jaguars. shift. Penalty oh, decline. Jacksonville not going to get the win nor the cover. 26 to 21 final score. Arthur, that is just a bad beat there. But again, inexplicable where a tip ball gets caught, which, by the way, it was bad luck for Marvin Jones to actually catch it. And so that made the clock run, and then the Jags panicked, 
and then Trevor Lawrence spiked it on third down. Guys, it was the whole Trevor Lawrence experience on that failed game-winning drive bid. Uh, you saw him drive him down the field, show the accuracy. You guys alluded to the legs, the big 26-yard escape to set up first and goal. But then, you said, just a rookie mistake that you can't have in late December from the first overall pick in the draft. It's a tough, tough way to lose for Daryl Bevel and the Jaguars. Yeah. That is a tough one, again, learning process, but you would think you would know that. That's just something mm-hmm. that I don't, you know, rookie or not, we're staying on it. And, and, you know, again, we made the point, and uh, Arthur made the point too, rookie mistake, but you, you played college football, you played high mm-hmm. school. You should know that that clock situation there. And uh, you made the point, unfortunately, Marvin Jones catches the football, so it would have been better if the clock stopped for them. They would have had two plays yep. instead of being down to one play. And actually, I think he would have had three, but Trevor Lawrence spiking the ball on third down. Oof. Absolute disaster. Jets get the win. Jacksonville now falls to two and 12. The Jets now are, I believe, uh, four and 11. Okay. I want to thank Arthur Arkers. Follow him on Twitter at that same handle. He does a great job covering the NFL as a writer and reporter. So that one is over. Drama is still not over, by the way, in, in the Meadowlands. Excuse me, in Philadelphia. That uh, game is taking oh forever. Put this out of its misery, what please. What was the pre-flop over under? Because 34 to It has now. gone over that now with am- that late touchdown, by the way. you th- we, we talked about the halftime total where it was like wow. getting bet to the under. I think it was like 18 or something like that. Now it Swords clears the over. full game total, 34-10 currently. All right, looks like the, the uh, Patriots still have a glimmer of hope inside of the two-minute warning. We'll do that update and also all the late games. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives, like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is football season. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. The early slate is not officially over. Still one game going on in Philadelphia. Why, I don't know. But Buffalo (laughs) has officially put the Patriots to bed. The final score, 33-21 there as the Bills get a huge win. Let's go back out to Christian who was watching this game today. Chris, a lot a lot of points scored there, which I don't I know I didn't expect for 54 total points there, but the Bills get a huge victory as they stay alive to win the AFC East. Yeah, Josh Allen getting it done through the air with 314 yards passing, three touchdown passes, but with the ground game as well, 212 carries, 64 yards for him. When you look at this Bills receiving core, it was Isaiah McKenzie stepping up, 11 catches, 125 yards on the game. He got a touchdown step. Diggs scored a touchdown, and then Dawson Knox had a couple of catches and found the end zone as well. So the biggest takeaway for me with Buffalo was just their physicality at the line of scrimmage. They were pushing the Patriots around. I talked to you guys pregame about who needed to make an impact for New England, Matthew Judon, I mean, Outside of some after-play stuff, he really wasn't in the mix as far as sacks were concerned. I mean, that was probably more guys on the defensive side of the ball stepping up like Kyle Van Noy, who had a couple of pressures. But, you know, just to air some grievances, I took the L on the Patriots, and I had Kendrick Bourne's receiving yards over 37. He got to 33. I I didn't know where he was all game. All of a sudden gets involved late. Two opportunities Mac Jones throws to him on that last drive. Can't connect. So ah. um, a, a rough uh, day after Christmas Boxing Day for me. A reference uh, to you, Dave, a tweet you had earlier this week, a Sade song, Sweet Taboo. I think I'm going to go upstairs, <laughs> listen to that, watch some wire here, yes. and uh, kind of regroup for the uh, 4 o'clock slate. Chad, there's never a, a wrong time. Backer, congrats, 
33-21 final. There's yeah. never a wrong time for Sade. No, the sweetest taboo. <laughs> I absolutely love that song. If you're having a rough day like Chris and I, because I, I took the Panthers, Chris, in a teaser that uh, killed a lot of my legs today on that. So I might do some uh, Sade as well and have some red wine. And let's clean up, by the way, some uh, playoff implications here. By yep. the way, we are final in Carolina, 32-6. and uh, to six. Tampa Bay, that does go under the total and also the second half under. By the way, before I get in these playoff scenarios, Cam Newton has now lost his last 13 starts as the quarterback at the Carolina Panthers, 1-12 and 12 ATS. So he did cover one, oh. but uh, you, you got to eventually move I, I, on I down just, there in I Charlotte. Don't and, understand it. And back to the playoff scenarios, Buccaneers with that win do win the NFC South, so they have wrapped that division. The Rams and the Cardinals also clinch playoff spots, division yet to be decided. Bills can now win the AFC East with wins over Atlanta and the Jets in the final two weeks. And the pole position for the number one pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars, are at least now temporarily on the clock. All right, I want to thank Chris Sheehan for his work today doing the Bills and the Patriots. Follow him at the Big She Show, host of By the Book on Monumental Sports Net as the Patriots come up short and the Bills get that 33-21 win. We have our first score in the afternoon slate, and it comes in our Snover game. Uh, as DK Metcalf mm-hmm. hauls in a long one from Russell Wilson here, six nothing Seattle. PAT pending. The kicking game will be interesting though, and you wonder maybe at some point, you know, maybe just start going for two. But they do make the extra point, so seven nothing right now. Seattle uh, getting that early lead, and it's finally over. The early slate is over. Mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts in the Fly Eagles fly get a really easy win as they go to eight and seven now. 34-10 to 10 over the Giants. Giants, by the way, officially eliminated from playoff contention, as are the Carolina Bears. All right, so that game is over, which puts to bed uh, all the early slate. Speaking of overs, saw a lot of overs in the early window here, Wes. We did. It was 6-2 uh, to two to the over, 5-3 and three for the uh, favorites, by the way. So chalk in the over, get there. That's usually good for the players. More mm-hmm. often than not, they're on that. But with everything going on, it's tough to read in in that because obviously these lines have moved uh, very good morning, actually, for uh, the uh, Wong teasers that we talk about. When you say tease through the three and the seven, you saw it materialize in a few of these games. Jacksonville, look, the Trevor Lawrence boo-boo spiking the ball there oh on third goodness. down. But nevertheless, if you did tease the Jaguars up, you did get paid. If you tease the Vikings through the seven, mm-hmm. you also got paid with that late field goal, 30-23. to 23. Atlanta, if you tease them down uh, from seven and a half to about one or one and a half, Atlanta holds on with that late interception from Tim Boyle, 20 to 16. All right. So, again, we've got two games in the afternoon window, and we're still waiting for the Chiefs and the Steelers to get underway. And it looks like good conditions there in Kansas City from the naked eye. And again, we mentioned what's going on in Seattle uh, right now. That game is going to be interesting to watch uh, because of the conditions that they have out there in Sandy, in uh, in Seattle. Yeah, and one of the late games we're going to get to momentarily, the Steelers are in Kansas City. By the way, currently, after this early window, the Kansas City Chiefs, of course, still the top seed in the AFC at 10-4. and four. Pittsburgh right now would be in that seven spot, 7-6-1 seven, and one with Baltimore's loss and the Chargers' loss. They dropped 8-7. and seven. Then you've got Las Vegas and Denver about to start. You know, I don't know if that's loser leave town, mm, but loser like in very bad position with both those teams at 7-7. Seven and seven. For the first time today, let's take uh, say hello to our defensive back here on the Green Zone. He is Tank Williams. Follow him on Twitter at TankWilliams13. Uh, Tank, great to have you back on. A merry belated Christmas to you, sir, as well. And I want to get your thoughts on this game with the Steelers and the Chiefs. And again, all those COVID issues that the Chiefs had, and then they got some really good news, at least if you like the over, 
because they got two of their biggest guns back for Patrick Mahomes just in the nick of time. Yeah, I mean, well, it's a, definitely a bonus for the Chiefs getting Tyreek Hill. I mean, the thing that hurts, at least what I've seen, is that Travis Kelsey is still allowed in the fantasy squad, unless something changed last minute. But uh, when you look at these two teams, I mean, I feel like this can be a sneaky shootout, perhaps, because we noticed that the Pittsburgh Steelers, they always start off a little bit slow, but then they always seem to try to ramp up, you know, in the second half. And even though they don't have Frymuth that tight end, I think that they'll utilize Harris in the past game, and they also still have Deontay Johnson, who's been a weapon on the outside. And so if Patrick Mahomes and those guys can stay hot on offense, even though they're missing one of their key weapons in uh, Travis Kelsey, I think that'll push that Pittsburgh Steelers offense on the other side, and hopefully we can get some points on the board. You know, Tank, very quickly, and it's interesting what you mentioned there with the Steelers and maybe a potential sneaky shootout today. This late in the year, players like yourself, you the Steelers are still in this thing to win the AFC North. As yeah. crazy as everything is with the Ravens losing again, falling to eight and seven. How do you compartmentalize the big picture versus the task at hand today, which is the Steelers trying to get an upset win on the road? I mean, you can't help but look at the small picture in this one. You're going against one of the most explosive dominant teams over the past few years in the Kansas City Chiefs. And so whenever you play in that squad, you need to make sure you have all hands on deck and you don't miss the task at hand. And so I think from a defensive perspective, I, we know that T.J. Watt is dealing with those cracked ribs. He's going to need to be able to come in, wreak havoc on uh, Patrick Mahomes, create some instant pressure, try to get him off the spot, force him into some turnovers. I think that's been the key thing for these Chiefs the past couple of weeks. Patrick Mahomes has really been able to limit his turnovers, and thus they've been able to kind of pull away in a lot of these games. If they can create some turnovers, that'll really help Big Ben in that offense stay into it. And then that's all the Steelers really need. They just want to be close towards the end and then hopefully try to steal a dub away. They're not going to run away with it, but they just want to steal things at the end, and that's what they're hoping for this week. Yeah, so let's see with Tyreek Hill back in the fold there. T, you know, we know that he always puts that T-Money mm -hmm. juice on these games here, so let's see if Tank Williams gets another I wish we scenario. had T-Money under juice, though, because I am on the under for this game. It did go down to 44. Look, the Steelers last week, 3.7 yards of play, mm -hmm. so they have been anemic. Kansas City, by the way, defensively is really the story for this team. Chris Jones is going to be back, and we know when Chris Jones is in the middle and you put Ingram on the outside, that front four has been as good as anybody. But with the Chiefs here, too, what makes this total going to be interesting? Tommy Townsend, okay, the punter did get upgraded, but Harrison Butker not going to go due to COVID-19. So you may get a scenario where are you going to have the punter taking field goals Whoa. or are you going to be going for two here? So – uh we know Kelsey downgraded to out. Tyreek Hill is going to go. Pittsburgh, by the way, they did get Joe Hayden and TJ Watt. They are going to be back on this defense. So uh, two very good defenses. Boy, it isn't very often you see the Steelers get double digits, knowing how good Mike Tomlin is in an underdog. But I didn't take the bait. I'm just on the total here. All right. And again, Drew Locke getting the start today for Denver as they get ready to kick off uh, against the Raiders out here in Las Vegas. And again, 7 nothing right now. In the snow, Nick Foles is back. He My is. goodness, Bear fans, I don't even know. Are, are they happy, sad, confused? It's just like they're just running the, the emotional gauntlet at the quarterback position here in Chicago. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, 7 nothing. DK Metcalf dashing through the snow. 41-yard touchdown, so we already have 7 nothing there 
in Seattle about midway through the first quarter. All right, and the Bears right now get a first down uh, with Nick Foles here in the snow. It's going to be a fun game to watch, at least. No, yes, when yes. You, when you get all we this love snow. it when we only have three games in the late window. All right, and it looks like the Broncos will be getting the ball first, and the Steelers will be getting the ball first in their game. So don't go anywhere. It's the Green Zone. We're opening up the afternoon window right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Get the big game special. Save 50% off a Visa and All Access subscription for the rest of football season with our big game special. Get access to our in-depth matchup analysis trends and picks for every game and sport on the schedule, including our exclusive betting splits showing you where the money is going on every single game. Set up today. You're also going to get our daily best bet emails, weekly betting guides, 24-7 video, plus our all-new college bowl betting guide covering every bowl game for only $39 at Visa.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Green Zone right here on VEASAN. All the afternoon games have now kicked off. We've got some action going on. Let's get out to Eric Edholm in the snow. I think the guys, uh, I think our production team had snow at Eric's house in his apartment there because there's a lot of snow right now in Seattle as they have that 7 nothing lead. Eric, these are kind of fun games to watch. Normally you can get these snowvers, right? Because it's not really windy. It's just snowy. Right, and my kids appreciate that, by the way. They've been missing the snow this week, so uh, a nice touch for you guys. But, yeah, it's been a, it's been kind of a weird start. Obviously, Seattle strikes first a uh, 7-0 lead uh, thanks to a 41-yard touchdown. Russell Wilson to DK Metcalf. Dave loved your dashing to the soul line. I'm going to steal that one later, no doubt about it. Bears starting to get something to go in here a little bit. They just got a big pass interference call go in their favor. Nick Foles trying to go deep. Uh, to Darnell Mooney. So they are inside the 10-yard line right now with a first and goal after David Montgomery rumble for a first down. So your, your snowbird is very much in play here as the Bears try to tie it up with about two, a little over two minutes left in the first quarter here. Eric, very quickly, uh, with the quarterback situation, with the Matt Nagy situation back in yeah. Chicago, what do you make of, of the state of, of what today possibly possibly could prove, if anything? And obviously it was... Justin Fields is hurt. That's why he couldn't go today. They had to go to Nick Foles yeah. as a last resort here. But what do you make of the mess of, of what Maggie has created there in Chicago? Yeah, it, it, it's tough, and it's in, in a strange way sort of fitting. If this is indeed his final game, whether it is or not, we don't know. You know, some speculation, maybe they let him go tomorrow if the Bears lose, maybe win or lose for that matter, to get a head start with the new rules uh, governing the, the head coaching interviews. But you know, Nick Foles was supposed to be brought in as sort of the savvy veteran last year. It really didn't work out, even with his familiarity with what Nagy wants to run. There's been some tension between the two. Of course, uh, Foles was seen mouthing some some criticism of Nagy last year. I'm sure that has uh, not left anyone's memory bank. So a bit strange or ironic that he's in the game right now. A lot of short completions so far. Hasn't really done much other than the, uh, the P.I. call he was able to draw. All right, so it could be the last stand of Matt Nagy today in Seattle. At least it's uh, he's got some snow and hopefully some fun in the snow there as they have an opportunity to get points down 7 nothing. Seattle, by the way, minus 6.5, 43.5 on the total. It is first and goal from the four. We do have a timeout up there in Seattle. And seeing the snow, not a lot of white Christmases around the uh, no. fruited plain here in the United <laughs> States of America. So now seeing that snow, I've got the 
voice to men humming in my brain oh, of Let It Snow. I love it. A boys, great Christmas classic. Boys and Men is just an underrated Philly band. I mean, they, now they were properly rated. I think they were mm-hmm. at least rated back in the day. Uh, I certainly enjoyed watching them play. All right, the Broncos got stopped in their pr- first possession, had to kick it back to the Raiders, so they have their first crack at it right now as David Carr and company uh, pinned deep inside their own territory. And the Chiefs get their first crack at, at it after stopping the Steelers there. So let's see what uh, Pat Mahomes can do here on a third and nine. Let's get back out to David Gascon watching the Broncos and the Raiders. David, what happened on that first drive for Drew Locke and company? Uh, well, the good news is for Denver is Drew Locke did not throw an interception. He did not turn over the football, uh, but they got one first down, and that was it. They punted it back down to the Las Vegas Raiders at their four-yard line. So nothing doing for the road team just yet. I need you guys. I need a little bit of support today. I got a lot of action okay. a few ways. I got Carlson over six and a half points. Okay. I got uh, McManus over five and a half points. So we got both kickers involved. Mm. I got Drew Locke with at least one INT. Oh, that's happening. That should be the the money one. <laughs> um, and then I also have Javante Williams going over 60 and a half yards. So I got four ways to make some money. Everything is over, nothing under. Um, but we got a lot of action today, so we'll see what happens. Well, this that- is a must-win game for either side. So obviously I'm curious to see what goes down. Well, now that gave me an interest in this game from yeah. a betting perspective because go. I actually have nothing on this game in Denver and Las Vegas. You know, it's kind of funny. Uh, Gil Alexander here from Beeson, who hosts his Megapod, always asks that one question. Which game do you not want to bet from a side or total perspective you don't want anything to do with? And it was Denver and the Raiders for me because this is this is a true coin flip. So probably the way David attacked it going yeah. with the props is probably the way to go in this one. All right, third down now for the Raiders as they try to get out of the shadow of their own end zone here, but third and short. Kansas City has some movement here. I think they've moved it into Steeler territory. So let's get back out to Tank Williams with that. So Tank, uh, unimpressive first drive for the Steelers. And here comes Pat Mahomes. But so far, a lot of things underneath, kind of some checkdowns as they try to matriculate the ball down the field. Which is probably a good thing for Mahomes. I mean, the one thing that you don't want to do is turn the ball over here when you're facing the Steelers. So Mahomes being patient, taking what the defense gives him, I think Andy Reid would take that. And when you look at the Pittsburgh Steelers, I'm not surprised. I mean, they always start off slow. I mean, I think that's what I said in my opening. And I don't really expect them to get going from the start. It seems like they need a little bit of motivation in order for that offense to really open up. And that usually means they need to get down by like a couple of touchdowns and then they end up going no huddle. <laughs> Big Ben just doesn't care, throws or whatever he wants to, and then he starts cooking with Deontay Johnson and those other guys. So not really worried about the Steelers. They're doing what they normally do. I just want to see the Steel, the uh, Chiefs be patient, methodically drive the ball down the field, score a touchdown, and then apply a little bit of pressure to the Steelers to get what I really want. Okay. And that's some points. There you go. Let's see if we can get some points there. Speaking of going for points, Matt mm-hmm. Nagy, that riverboat gambler, he's rolling the dice, going for it on fourth and goal, and it looks like it's going to come up short of the sticks on a flat yeah. pattern that doesn't get to the end zone. Yeah, it was a uh, third and goal from the two, and Nick Foles, I think, really actually it was from the four. Nick might have been able to run that in on third down, elected not to, and just kind of threw it away and chucked it in the middle. Short right pass to David Montgomery, two yards. That is no good for a snover when you have an eight-plus-minute <sighs> drive and you put a big goose egg up there. So 33 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Seahawks 7-0. All right, the Raiders did get that first down to move out of the shadow of their own end zone. And then David Carr right now uh, looks like he's got – what a great catch by Renfro there, the old Clemson uh, slot receiver there. So Hunter calls that in. 
if that stands, it looks like they're going to be close to midfield as they move this from out inside their 10. He kind of tipped it to himself, and he did come down with that. So about the 45-yard line there. Uh, Pat Mahomes got a first down here uh, deep in Steeler territories. They're trying to get the first points of the day in that football game. But again, seven and a half minutes are taking their time. Mm -hmm. I know you've you've got the under here uh, early on, so kind of a methodical start to this one. And as I say that, Mahomes, of course, goes, they're going to have about a first end at about the Mm 12-yard line here uh, as they're going to keep matriculating the ball down the field. 44 and a half, pretty much where it was pre-flop at BetMGM, a little bit under that. But minus 13 and a half, Kansas City. Minus $1.20, nice little short pass to Damian Williams. They're going to have first and 10 from the 12. And look, Pittsburgh, you know, probably not going to get a ton of deep stuff against these guys. So that's what you have to do is play it underneath. And that's what the Chiefs have kind of had to do on offense in most weeks this year because that's what teams are doing. Yep. You know, the two high safeties and whatnot and kind of playing a little bit of underneath coverage except for the Raiders. And that's why the Chiefs got 40-plus points in both of those games. So uh, Mahomes, five completions of four different receivers already just midway through the first. Yeah, again, more underneath stuff. So they're going to have a second down here at about the 12-yard line. But that's the point here, right? So – Sometimes you go, boy, they're just they're slowly moving the ball down the field. That's the way the defenses are designed to slow down this Chiefs offense. Back when mm-hmm. they weren't on this hot winning streak, that's when they would get uh, red zone interceptions and turnovers early on in the season. So, And this has been a big uh, area for Kansas City here in the first quarter. Plus 58 in the first quarter of the last seven games. Pittsburgh Steelers, the exact opposite, minus 27 over the last five games. So Steelers desperately need to hold them to three. All right, the uh, Raiders drive stalls at about midfield. They're going to have to punt the football away at fourth and four. So there is still no points there in that game. And it's going to be third down now for the Chiefs as that Steeler defense doing exactly what we just discussed, kind of bend, don't break, Mm -hmm. hold them, see if you can get a stop and hold them to threes. That's the recipe there. Seattle, of course, turned away the Bears on their fourth and goal scenario there in the snow. But Seattle will be pinned inside their own five-yard line as they begin this drive up 7 nothing on the Bears. So, again, some teams will not allow to play for it. Certainly Seattle and the Bears don't. But the Broncos and Raiders do, and certainly the Steelers and Chiefs do. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, right now, and we mentioned the Steelers, in that seven spot right now at seven, six, and one. Boy, uh, stealing a win in Kansas City would be absolutely a pro or great for the Steelers. Looks like that's a free play. Yeah, it is picked off in the end zone. That's but coming back. I think that was encroachment on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, so the, you could see Patrick Mahomes knew he had the free play, so he kind of threw it up there, took a shot. Uh, but you do see those safeties there, and the offsides call is made. So, again, the Chiefs now have a third down at about the seven-yard line of Pittsburgh but still about third and five, third and six to go there as they try to get their first points of the game. It looks like we've come to the end of the first quarter in snowy Seattle, so we'll see those adjusted numbers there. I was mentioning let it snow, but maybe it's another boys to men song, although we've come to the end of the road because the snowbird is in trouble when you have an eight-minute drive and you don't get a score. So that total down to about 38 there, so we'll see if we're going to get some more points as this afternoon goes on. Don't go anywhere. Afternoon session of the Green Zone right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s... I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, welcomes you with a lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money line wager on any pro football game. If any team scores a touchdown, you're going to win $200 bucks in free bets regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VC200 when you make your very first wager. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com. Use the bonus code VC200 to win $200 bucks in free bets if any team simply scores a touchdown. Eligible restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is the Green Zone right here on Beeson. And Wes, we finally have points in Kansas City. Let's get the particulars on that with Tank Williams. Tank. 
it's interesting. It's what Wes and I sprinkle a little bit of that tea money juice on it. But uh, it, it took them a while to get there, but they finally cashed. Yeah, I know we were hoping for a field goal. But, uh, yeah, <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs do what they do, man. I mean, Clyde Edwards, hilarious, just had that, you know, I love weights run. You know, the Pittsburgh Steelers defender came in, gave him a good smack, and I thought he was going to go down because we've seen on so many occasions, especially early in his career, where he gets hit in, hit in the uh, red area and he just can't score. I mean, he was notorious for not scoring touchdowns, so that's why they started using Darrell Williams and all those other guys. But, man, he just gave him the five fingers to the face and went <laughs> out on into the end zone. And so now Kansas City up is 7 nothing, And so that's what you want to see from that start, a methodical drive, you know, they're able to convert and take advantage of some uh, penalties on the Pittsburgh Steelers, but you get seven instead of three on that first drive, and that really sets up your offense and your team as the way you want to kind of establish the momentum going into this game, at least early on. Yeah, absolutely, Tank. So they do cash and get that to 7 nothing there. Very quickly, just the way that they're playing the Chiefs, and again, we talked about it all season long, right? That's the book now, just play those two high safeties there. Do you change that up? The Raiders are the only team to try to do it to Wes's point and they just got lit up on the scoreboard <laughs> twice, right? So right. you just you can't play the other way. Now you can't play the other way. I mean, what you want to do is force them to make mistakes, and the way that you force them to make mistakes is to hopefully have Mahomes get antsy and then try to take a shot that he shouldn't take. But the last thing you want to do is the Steelers just turn the ball over deep in your red zone mm. with that Kansas City Chiefs offense heating up, and that's just what Ben Roethlisberger did. So now you're going to get Pat Mahomes the ball back deep, and they may get a little bit more aggressive right now to try to go at the Steelers' throat early. Yeah, well, here's the thing. They tried the old flea flicker, right? And uh, Ben just – he had pressure and just kind of threw it up there. And, I get, you know, sometimes when you have those plays called, Wes, you don't have to throw it, right? Mm -hmm. You can just throw it away, but you take that shot. And, boy, it just feels like Tank had the game script yeah. here. Steelers fall way behind. And then, like we saw it against Minnesota, their offense looks dead in the water. And then you know at some point – Ben's going to try to to make some. Yeah, that was uh, Traverius Ward on the interception, by the way. So now Chiefs going to get it at midfield. Chiefs minus 19 and a half at BetMGM, 47 and a half on the total. All right. And the uh, right now, no scoring out here in the desert as the Raiders have turned away the Broncos. These two teams have given it, gotten to the 50 yard line each time yeah. and stopped at the 50. So right now, a great undertrend is these game, is punt yeah. back, back, back. And, and our guy Tank does have uh, plenty of the tea money juice. He has more juice than Minute Maid, but I don't know if he's got enough tea money juice for this Denver Raiders over. Man. This looks like a very low-scoring game at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah, three and a half minutes to go here with uh, no scoring potential even so far in this game as the Raiders will take over at about the 23-yard line. For more on that, let's get back out to David Gascon. And David, again... This game feels like it's being played to the twenties, but they can't get or to the fifties, but they can't get past the fifty. Yeah, it, it seems like every time you know Denver makes a play, Raiders come right back. Max Crosby with a huge sack against Drew Locke on first down and made it second down and seventeen. And then after that, Drew Locke looked like he was a little gun shy. In fact, uh, Noah Fant was down to the left side on, on a post corner route, wide open, and Locke reluctant to throw the football down the field. Or something underneath. So unfortunate for him going short yardage. The one guy I'm looking for in a ball game like this is Jerry Judy. Now you remember his last season last year with the Broncos, nearly a thousand yards as a rookie has been nowhere close to that kind of output this year. And I know he's had some issues with the injury bug and also the lack of good quarterback play from Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. But sooner or later, the guy from Alabama needs to get some offensive productivity in his game. Hasn't been the case here today so far. Now the Raiders have the football at their 24 yard line. 
they move the ball a little bit as well, but Denver keeps keeps everything underneath and they tackle the football carriers as well. So uh, like to as his point, this is this screams under throughout. Yeah, and that's down now to 35 and a half here at BetMGM. So that uh, is certainly coming down uh, quickly here. We do have points out there in Seattle, and maybe our Snover isn't dead after all. David Montgomery uh, doing the Snow Angel. By the way, uh, when you've got a team that's four and ten against the team five and nine, this is what you want. Yeah. They're going to have fun. It's like we know our season's over, but. You're going to get an effort out of these two teams. Today. No question about it. Eric, I guess the only question is, do the two teams get hot chocolate after the game? <laughs> I certainly hope so. I heard it's a little different out there in Seattle. I'm not, <laughs> no guarantees on that. Uh, I think uh, they have uh, different laws out there. Yeah, but, I think so. uh, yeah it is seven to seven. Uh, we've got a David Montgomery rushing touchdown as we are just about five minutes into the second quarter. Bears got a short field uh, off a punt. Seattle was backed off. Uh, backed up in their own end zone. Excuse me, Daz Newsom had a nice return on that one, but uh, still not seeing the offenses really flow. You know, I mean, there was the one big play from Seattle, the short field for the Bears. We only have about 150 combined yards of offense through the first 20 minutes of the game. So uh, the Snover feels like it's, uh, you know, we haven't gotten the uh, the, the full picture of the, uh, the weather pattern here on this <laughs> one yet. So to be determined uh, with about uh, 10 minutes left in the second quarter. Yeah, it was set up by Daz Newsome. Uh, jazz, Daz, just go Daz. Whoa. Remember, remember that song Wait. by Brick, a legendary funk song from the 70s? Look at you. That is deep into the Wes Reynolds uh, vault there to come up with well, that one. The Bears did get in. They tried, though, to not get in, but eventually got in on third and goal, I believe. So now all tied at seven. Seattle minus five and a half, 41 and a half. And you say no hot chocolate. It might be... Uh, might be an ice mocha or something from Starbucks, but only psychos like me drink iced coffee when it's in the dead of winter. I, can't, I just can't do the ice drinks when it's cold. But again, that's Seattle, as Eric alluded to, different different people up there, maybe even some different laws. So not exactly sure what's in there. Coco, uh, the Chiefs right now, by the way, are moving it right back down the field. They've got a first and goal. And right now they've uh, outgained C uh, Pittsburgh. 107 to 8. Mm -hmm. So uh, right now, knocking on the door, they've got a first and goal from the five as uh, Pat Mahomes trying to take advantage of that interception uh, by Ben Roethlisberger. And right now, nothing cooking, but he finds a receiver back in the end. So it looks like Pringle. And right now, yeah. just like that 13 nothing KCPAZ. Yeah, PAC Steelers penalty. gave him a short field there, mm -hmm. and Kansas City is going to take advantage of that every time. So uh, Pittsburgh, uh, look, when you looked at that number, it's like, how can the Steelers, they're such a good defense, and Mike Tomlin's so great as an underdog. Boy. How can you get over double digits? Well, this is how you can do it. Now, uh, Patrick Holmes, most most touchdowns in Arrowhead Stadium history with 62, two TDs in the last 302. This is all Chiefs. All right, and right now, again, the Raiders and Broncos, uh, it looks like Derek Carr is going to run for a first down, so still no scoring there. Two minutes to go in the first quarter. Uh, Chiefs PAT is good. Remember, no Harrison Bucker today. So 14 nothing though, no problems so far. So that costly uh, INT by Pittsburgh right now. And again, we know this number's going to go up. I'm seeing around 20 and a half here, Bet mm -hmm. MGM. Uh, I mean, Wes, I know it's early. 22 and a half 22 now on Kansas half. City. 51 and a half on the total. Wow. Is there any lean yet, or will you wait to halftime? Because I know you, you like know, kind of I'm going to wait, but boy, I think the Steelers now getting behind early. That's what they did not want to do. Look, I know they were able to come back against Tennessee despite the fact that they had no offense, but it was Tennessee turning the ball over four times that really brought the Steelers back. Yep. So, man, you know, now you got to throw the ball. We know they struggle to run the ball anyway, so now – 
Ben threw one up for grabs last time. It got picked off by Ward. He's going to have to do that a little bit more, it looks like, this afternoon as they are in a big hole early. All right, so that is a, a huge mountain to climb because, again, you know, the Steelers, really, what are they playing for? What are they playing for? They're still playing for first place mm-hmm. in the AFC North right now where the Bengals occupy that. But, again, that division is still wide open with the Browns and their struggles and certainly the, the Ravens as they have now lost four games in a row. Steelers, if they could figure out a way to rally here and make this competitive, Still alive. And remember, they are seven, six, and Mm -hmm. one. They would be right now in the final wild card spot in the AFC. But you've got two division games next week. You got Cleveland coming in. Then you got to go to Baltimore, both of whom lost this weekend. So the Steelers are getting help if you look in that playoff chase Mm -hmm. with all these teams kind of right there by the Mendoza line losing with the Chargers losing, of course, earlier this afternoon. Somebody's going to lose this late game with the Raiders and the Broncos. But Tough spot for the Steelers right now. Yeah, early hole right now for Pittsburgh, a, a spot that they have found themselves in way too often. Right now, about a minute to go in the desert here. Raiders have it about midfield. This game's been right at midfield. Uh, let's see if they can get into Denver territory. Still scoreless there. And again, just want to remind you, Rick Doc Walker is going to join us to talk all things Cowboys and the team with no name, the Washington football team, his old team where he won a Super Bowl with. That, is, of course, is the Sunday night game. And Jimmy Ott later on to talk about what's going to happen tomorrow night, Miami and New Orleans. Quarterback situation in New Orleans is dicey at best. Wes and I got you covered. Don't go anywhere. It is the Green Zone right here in VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Every Day Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Every Day Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.